The phrase to learn by heart dates back as far as the 14th century when it was thought that the heart was the controlling center of a person's intelligence, learning, and memory. And I learned early that when it comes to learning how to fly, I learn more than by just rote memorization. I learn things by heart. I live in a motel room, number 17. It's early winter of 2020 and slanted snow hits the window and I can see that there's a flag at the gas station across the street sort of half fluttering from the southeast and I know this means that runway 16 is probably in use today. And so I hop in a truck with 251,000 miles on it and head to the Palmer Airport. I bought this truck a couple weeks ago off an 81-year-old bush pilot. It's a stick shift, and I don't really know how to drive a stick shift, but I figured if I can learn to fly an airplane, I can learn to drive this truck. Everything I own, including a vehicle, is 1,500 miles away. But before I continue, maybe I should tell you how I got here. I have seven years experience flying paragliders. That's that ultralight canopy sport where you run off a mountain and use wind to keep you aloft. I used to love watching the sight of the earth disappear beneath my feet and tracing the contours of the earth beneath them. But about 18 months prior, I was in a paragliding accident on vacation. I got into some turbulence, low to the ground, and ended up making violent contact with it. And I was lucky, but not lucky enough to avoid four months of crutches and learning how to walk properly again, and then surgery, and then another 12 months of healing, and I slid into a depression. And then suddenly, my paragliding mentor died in a grotesque base jumping accident, and his parachute never opened, and I'm told that his body bounced 30 feet from where it first landed. The image disturbed me. I developed chronic fatigue and inflammation overnight, COVID-19 struck. Um, I was furloughed indefinitely from work, and to make matters worse, at a time when people were reaching out to loved ones, the person I had loved for seven years left me over a phone call. I was gutted. The Pacific Northwest town I was living in was just too small for a hurt that big. There wasn't anywhere to hide it. So somewhere around day 60 of isolation and heartache, I picked up the private pilot handbook and devoured it, totally spellbound. I knew Alaska was famous for its training grounds in aviation, but it was just so far away. But heartache can be frantically dysregulating, and it was sort of like a restless monster that um, burned in my stomach. And so I cashed out what was left of my savings after surgery and packed a single backpack and hopped on a ferry for Alaska on July 4th weekend. Happy Independence Day. I made it to Palmer, Alaska on July 8th, had my first flight lesson on July 9th, and ended up passing my private pilot check ride on September 4th. I was elated. <laughs> Thanks. But, uh, but soon the frenetic effervescence of summer faded and my life shrank to the size of a pinhole. The skies grew darker and the air got colder, and now suddenly here I am in motel room number 17 with its only window frozen shut. I sleep intermittently, woken by the hallmarks of motel life. So there's loud sex and random police visits and the smell of cigarette smoke and burnt bacon at all hours somehow. There's the sound of strangers crying on the other side of the wall. In and out, every day, new people, but not me. I lay on my back and stare at the ceiling and wonder, the hell am I still doing here? And I can't yet answer that question. When the sun rises at the crack of 10 a.m., I head to the Palmer Airport. I'm learning to fly a little uh, 1946 tail dragger, and I push it out into the snow by the struts and check the oil and fuel the wing tank standing up on the tires, and I'm wearing three pairs of pants because the Pacific Northwest didn't prepare me for a cold like this. But I don't really care. 
When I'm in the air, all I can think about is how the earth below looks beautiful and textured and strange, and walking on it, I didn't quite see how beautifully and peculiarly it fit together. I like to follow the icy rivers and imagine how old these glacial formations might be. It feels like I'm in a secret universe all to myself and I'm entirely captivated by a brand new world. Once a distance trail runner, I'm totally humbled by the fact that I'm not able to make it into the mountains the same way I used to. There'll probably always be a limit on how far my knee can take me. But I try to think of the Hindu god Ganesha and the idea that our obstacles can become stepping stones to a more authentic self. And so I try to think of this paragliding accident as maybe not just a stepping stone, but maybe a blessing. If it weren't for the accident, I wouldn't have learned to fly airplanes and I wouldn't have found this other way to meet the mountains. Ambition is praised as a virtue, but the older I get, the more I've begun to see it as a thief. Ambition robs me of the present moment. I no longer want to be great. I just want to be here in Alaska. Every day I wake up in a faraway place in a strange motel, I'm exhilarated and terrified by what it takes to actively start over. But these grand Alaskan landscapes remind me that I'm just a speck in geologic time and there's no need to place such heavy emphasis on the meaning of my own life. Feeling insignificant can be very painful, but in these grand landscapes and in these mountains, I find a great beauty in it. Sometimes I think of all the things I've left behind in coming up here. Friends, a mortgaged house, <laughs> my favorite sweaters. And then I think of all the things that I've gained in its place. Shop talk with crusty pilots in the back of cold hangers, <laughs> and the raw pride of having solved some very simple mechanical problem with my own two hands. The thunderous boom of Calvin glaciers, wolf tracks in the snow, humbling lessons, a singularity of purpose. And it dawns on me that what has begun as a summer expedition has likely just become, become the beginning of the rest of my life. And I further realize that there's almost nothing about my old life I wouldn't trade to be here learning this place through the eyes of a rookie pilot. I'm learning it through book, through muscle memory, some through rote memorization. And although it might still be a bit tender, I know I'm learning it by heart. Thank you. <laughs>